nights when the moon is high. The shadows dance, evil will rise. The world between the living and the dead is So now is the time to let the horror you know in. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Horror You Know podcast. I'm Ian. I'm Ian. I'm Darren. And I'm Trent. And we are here tonight live to talk to you about Ghost Ship and the Mary Celeste. I'm glad we're not dead. <laughs> Which inspired we're here this. Live. Yeah, that's we're right. Here live. We're live, but we're dead inside. But uh, before we get into all that, we're going to get balls deep into some shots. Uh, Ian Torrance here made balls us some. Balls deep. Butterfinger uh, shots. These are called, excuse me, these are called liquid butterfinger is uh, the name of the recipe, so to say. These are just old candy bars that melted in your car. Yeah, do you want it or not? I want it, I want it. It's it's called liquid butterfinger. Uh, We we took like a, I don't want to call it a test shot earlier, but we we pre-gamed, so to say. They don't taste like butterfinger, but they are good. They're, They're similar good. to the uh, means, and I thought they tasted really close to the buttery pecan, uh, um, old moonshine, old smoky, old, smoky, old yeah. moonshine, the buttery nipples. Yes, the buttery nipples. The buttery nipple. Mm. So everybody if, uh, loves a good buttery nipple. Uh, you won't hear me complain. Yeah. God. If that doesn't get you tingling, tingling, I don't know what will. Let's, let's make a drink called Buttery Taint next week. Oh, my God. <laughs> taint. I can feel it already. Oh. All right. You can feel that taint? Doing this? Oh, man. Bottoms up. Dude. One, two, three. Mm. Yes. Ah, it's milky. Milky slits. Really oaky afterbirth. Milky slits. <laughs> milky slits. I love those guys. That's uh, Trent and I have started a new band. I don't know if you guys know it. It's called Milky Slits. Coming soon to a nowhere near you. <laughs> They're about to drop the hottest mixtape of the summer. Look out for it. Wickety, wickety, whack. Fresh. <laughs> We've can become I, like a Cleveland morning radio. <laughs> can I play the tambourine? <laughs> yeah. Ian's on cowbell. Other Ian's right. on tambourine. You never have too much cowbell. Yeah, I'm about to kill the cowbell. Is that what your cowbell that's, sounds that's, like? That's what it's going to sound like for His now. His music teacher told him it was a cowbell that was a fucking wood block. <laughs> You're little Ian Wells. Actually, I, I, just, actually I just had two wooden blocks and I would just bang them together. So. <sighs> like we were, the alphabet blocks? <laughs> we were too poor to afford things like cowbells. Well, or cows. You, I don't know why you would need a cowbell. You didn't have cows. Unless it was like the dinner. It's because bell. he didn't have a cowbell, Ian. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Really, you had the bell, they would come home. You get the bell first. Everyone knows that. And for the music. Because the music. Oh, the music. The music always needs more cowbell. Oh, well. It's never a bad idea. Yeah, damn boy, everybody knows that. Damn boy, everybody knows that. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, Mike. All right. So, yep. um, you have a you have a ghost story for us? Or a ghost ship? It, it's a ghost story. Yeah. It's a it's a mystery, all right. You're it's saying go ship. ship or go shit? Hey, wait! You guys remember this when you're little? I lost my mom mom's purse on a pirate ship. I lost my mom's purse on a pirate ship. You guys remember doing that when you're little? Speaking of your mom, <laughs> yes. her ears really were burning. <laughs> She's just like, Darren, what did you just say? I told you about mentioning me on that damn podcast. This went off the rails. What's quick. your mom's name? 
I was thinking your mom's friend Bootsy. That's not your mom. Bootsy's Boots, your mom's Bootsy's friend. Bootsy's her best friend. Car- Carolyn. My Carolyn. mom's name. Carol. Carol Brady. Old Bootsy. You think Bootsy would jump on here? <laughs> I hope not. She's she's a rather large woman. Why do you mean physically? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mean jump through the table like a Buffalo Bills fan. I mean this this is a house of cards table anyway. So they should just get on like here and a jump Buffalo around. Buffalo Bills fan. <laughs> Or like that kid that does that extreme, video. like that kid that does extreme wrestling in his backyard and jumps and elbow drops microwaves. Oh <laughs> for the elbow <laughs> off the top rope. Fuck. God damn it! You guys ever watch that dude? No. Oh, it sounds no. awesome though. I will show you that video later. See the guy that cries and is like, "It's real for me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, real he, stupid. I believe in it. He actually like he jumps on like he'll take like um uh like. So- like OSB board and like put barbed wire on it and jump on it belly yeah. first and then scream and be like, I bought my fucking elbow. Yeah. I watch <laughs> those I watch those guys sometimes do those stupid things just I can't, to I can't watch look some away. idiots get hurt. I can't look I love away. I love that old school backyard wrestling mentality anyway oh, yeah. though. Those dudes like, like really are living their dreams. Yeah, they are. And they have like their own little cult followings too that same little twenty people that show up. Well, hardcore wrestling is just weird anyway. But you guys know that what's his name off Scream did hardcore wrestling for a while. David Arquette, yes. Yeah. There's a whole documentary, but yeah. I want to watch it. He was the former WCW World Heavyweight Champion at one time. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. also, Ready to Rumble was a decent movie. I don't care what anybody says. Wrestling's not fake. <laughs> I like that movie. I was growing up. I don't know if I could watch it now. Broke my butterfinger, baby. Yeah, I don't know if it's still good. But... Trent, I gotta ask, why do you have a platform for your mic over there? So I don't have to lean in as much. It's all about comfort. You lazy bitch. It's all about comfort on the whore, you know. I'm in socks right now. It doubles it as doubles as his brick for uh, throwing at the TV when IU loses again. That joke was so funny. He had to test it on me earlier when he yeah. first got here. <laughs> Let's hope for a UK IU rivalry again one day. It was the absolute best games they ever had when they did away and away back in the '90s. I'm just you think saying. So? best games they split the tickets down the middle left side was red right side was blue it was awesome probably more fist fights in the parking lot just saying but <laughs> oh yeah it was really that's it was really only amongst, crowd only amongst kentucky fans you gotta, too, you weird, gotta yeah. take yeah. it to the parking lot everybody knows you kiss my sister <laughs> that's your cousin that's my wife i love her dad <laughs> how many listeners do we have in kentucky email us Somebody, please. Actually, how we, many do we email? have now? Email? What is an email? We have at least one that I know of. She's a very avid listener, and she likes to give a lot of feedback. So we appreciate that. We love that. Kentucky fans. We <laughs> love them. Bring, is she bring from Kentucky? More. She is from Kentucky. She doesn't give us feedback on our socials. What's her name? Her name is Kaylee. She's from Kentucky? Well, mm-hmm. Kaylee needs to hop on our that. Twitter and Instagram and well, comment I on there. she was from Kentucky. Yeah. If she's only That's feedback. talking about? Yeah. Does okay. she listen? She does. If she only feeds back to you, it doesn't count because we What's don't know up, about it. What's Kaylee? Kaylee. She's fed back to me a little. She needs feedback on our official pages. Well, okay, okay. What I We actually know her. She's not going to like message you on the side. But not me personally. We the whore you her, know. We can tell uh, her to. Or she'll hear it on this episode. Okay, yeah, this, we, this we, get about, awkward. we get about 40 or 50 listeners right away, first day, right? We need some people to start <laughs> feeding back to us on social media. That's what if we just thing. got people to actually feed us? Like, what if somebody came that and fed awesome. us as we were? I thought, I thought that's what 
Domino's is for. No, I mean physically oh, feed us while we're oh, like gotcha. I offered to do the shot to you with the, yeah. the spoon. He was gonna bring the airplane into my hatch. <laughs> yes, I was. Why that sounded we? dirty. I know. You with his buttery nipple. I was gonna land it in shot. I was gonna land it in his cargo hold. Hmm. Okay, we got a story about a ship. <laughs> oh, I forgot what we were here for. <laughs> we do. We have a story about a rather large ship. Called the Mary Celeste. Shit or ship? Ship. Oh, I heard shit. Sorry. It was shit in the end. Trust me. Side note, before you start, I'm sorry. Have you have you all seen that famous commercial from like, is it Walmart or Target? And they were advertising their like online store and how you could have like anything shipped to you at home. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. And it's like all these people were like learning about it and it's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember now. It's like he bought some pants. He's like, I just shipped my pants. Yeah. Like, <laughs> shipped my pants. And someone bought like a chest of drawers. He's like, I just shipped my drawers. Uh, There's like all these things that you could ship to your house. Did he at least have the brown pants on? Uh, I don't know, but it was hilarious. If he didn't, he didn't have the right idea. I shipped my bed, and it was like this old woman. <laughs> Sorry. That's what you reminded me That's of. That's a real commercial? I reminded yeah. you of that. It, I remember it now. Yeah, when you said it. Ship is going to sound like the joke is ship sounds like shit. I'm going to get it out here. You guys, it's that's probably just, a little too cerebral just, for I you. you were no, that I just reminded him of an old man that shit his pants. I, I just said, Are you saying ship or shit? No, so I, know. I, was, I was with you. I know, I was kidding, but proceed. Right. We're immature. The moral of the story, yeah. Don't make me take a Cleveland screamer all over. <laughs> yes, steamer or screamer? screamer, screamer, screamer. Oh, shit. that's gonna be that's gonna be something one day. <laughs> that's great. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, did, we, we, we distracted him. A Cleveland screamer. The Mary Celeste was a two-ton masted brigantine ship set sail from New York City with a cargo hold full of industrial-strength alcohol. Mm. Kind of like what we're drinking now, but... Oh, shit. Are we on the ghost ship oh, right shit. now? <laughs> Sorry. We might be. I, I sense a presence here, that's for sure. So there oh, was a... Uh, the <laughs> there was the alcohol... There were seven crew members. There was Captain Benjamin Spooner, Briggs. Uh, there was his wife, Sarah. Their two-year-old daughter, Sophia. And Sarah Spooner. Sarah Spooner. That's a name right there. Yeah. Their destination Did was... They all sleep you know side They're all Spooners. They're all Spooners. It's not a big enough bed. I hope sleep not. side by side, cheek to cheek. It's not normal. It is if you're the Waltons. It's like I was at Kroger today and I... Saw what I thought was a mother and her child, and then they like started doing a couple things, which was really weird. What kind of couple things? Like kissing? You know, you like, still don't know it's not a mother and her child. You know, like grabbing you each other and groping each other inappropriately in public. And you were just watching, weren't you? I was not Loving, trying to watch. Loving, I was touching, what, squeezing. I was trying to get my fish sticks. No, 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 no. You like so, fish sticks? I was trying to get my fish sticks and my no. hush puppies. Who the fuck still eats fish sticks anymore? I do, sir. As an adult. Well, did you say you were at Walmart? Do you eat fish sticks? Kroger. I eat chicken Kroger. nuggets still. Wait a minute. You were hiding behind the fish sticks, creeping on this woman and her child? I love fish sticks in my mouth. Love, love you a gay fish. <laughs> no, you a gay. Fish. I am not. Dude, I feel like we always work South Park or the Office into the show. Hey, it's all right. We'll never change either. So get back to so, the woman and her child that you saw making out in the middle of Crooked. Uh, well, that's that's all for that story. Oh, so it. nearly a month later, on December fifth, the crew of the DeGradia spotted the Mary Celeste in the Mid Atlantic. The DeGradia's captain. David Morehouse recognized the Mary Celeste. 
She had sailed from the same port just eight days before his own departure. That's a little over a week, fellas, hmm. just seeing. So a little bit. You know. A day precisely. <laughs> he knew her captain, the Mary Celeste captain. They were familiar with each other. How familiar? Concerned, as I throw up air quotes. Did they spin? Uh, they were okay. They were cool. <laughs> when they passed by each other in the seat, they said, hey, oh, yo. <laughs> Did so, they? They were cool, man. Spooner. <laughs> Spoon. <laughs> the old Spoony. Like Spoon boy. Like Spoon monster. Did they call him the Spoon Man? I don't think so. Come and take my hand. Come, come they they might have called him the Spooner. The Spooner? Uh-huh. He was always spooning. In concern, the Spooner, a.k.a. Morehouse, he changed course and launched a boarding party to check on the Mary Celeste crew and passengers. Morehouse's crew found the Mary Celeste in decent shape. Despite the North Atlantic's foul disposition at the time of year, the cargo, except for a few barrels, were intact. The ship was well stocked with enough food and water to last six months. The crewman's gear was still in their quarters, but the crew... The captain and the family were all gone. So, clearly something unfortunate had happened to this ship. Where did they come from? Where did they go? Nobody knows. Where did they come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Thank you. <laughs> yep. so, did it set sail to un- some uncharted desert isle? Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> Just Gilligan, you just hold your horses fast enough. I heard it was only supposed to be a three-hour tour. <laughs> a three-hour tour. Rose <laughs> <laughs> has no idea so what we're talking about. The heavy Gilligan sigh does. gets he us back wanted, on track. He just wants yeah. to go on. I did that sigh on purpose because that's supposed to be the thing now. So yeah, something unfortunate clearly happened to the ship, and then you know the the crew of the Degrati is like, man, that's tragic, but you know it's probably a free ship for us. So I guess that's cool. So they sailed the Mary Celeste about 800 miles to Gibraltar, hoping to collect a salvage payment. Gibraltar? From the ship's Gibraltar. <laughs> Gibraltar. You're reading too fast, man. Gibraltar. Common mistake. I like that better. Uh, I would prefer Gibraltar. I, I seem to remember when we first started, a certain leader of ours told us to just, you know, pronounce it confidently. And then worry about the repercussions later. Yeah, well, you're the repercussions. Thank you for calling me out on air, by the way. <laughs> All right, so anyway, they're at Gibraltar. They would... we, want, we want the audience to know you knew what you were saying. You're just you're well, speeding We're just it. making sure that You've the audience isn't like, Gibraltar, where's that? Off the coast of, and they're Googling it, and you know they want to know where it's at. It's okay, Gibraltar. so school me again exactly how to uh, pronounce that. Gibraltar. Gibraltar. Francisco. <laughs> okay. So, did you just call me a, your fearless leader? Yeah, <laughs> you are. You are the one. <laughs> I say he was here, leader. He hasn't hosted in like four episodes. I now, know. So. I I say I'm he's your, our leader I'm because he can't. He can't, feel like he can't pull rank if he's not our leader. I feel like he knows more about horror than the rest of us. Horrors or horror? I won't dispute that. I've known a few horrors in my day. <laughs> what about horrors? Uh, not as many. <laughs> my collection's about complete. Oh my <laughs> god! Like the souls on the ghost ship. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Huh? And I, I will say that we're known for butchering a lot of names too, so I don't feel too bad for butchering that name. We are. This yeah. is a touchy subject. I, I'm. I apologize. I didn't mean to like correct you. No, it's cool. I'm just speaking on it. It's all good. 
But it is Gibraltar. (laughs) (laughs) Gibraltar. Don't get it wrong again. (laughs) Don't get it wrong again. I'm sorry I offended you, but if you'd pronounce it correctly the first time, I wouldn't have to correct you. So Gibraltar. I didn't laugh. All the the jabronis out there. I did snicker. I'm sorry. It's okay. I forgive you. I love you guys. Appreciate that. Love you, buddy. So tell us about the spoon, man. Now I don't even want to say that word. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So they found it the ship and you know they wanted to take it they figured they could turn it in get some money for it but uh which is maritime law right i believe so yeah yeah, if it's an abandoned ship you're allowed to out in the middle of uncharted waters right yeah you're allowed to take it back and get the money you can do whatever you want the the laws of the sea you can do whatever you want trent (laughs) so that they expected that the circumstances wouldn't raise any eyebrows among the british uh vice Court, but they were very wrong about that because the attorney general eyebrows were raised. Eyebrows were very raised. They were raised high, like the rock, like the people's elbow, the people's eyebrow. Yep. (laughs) Or the elbow. He raises the elbow. He does raise the elbow. (laughs) Frederick Solly Flood wasn't as nonsensical as his name implied. He suspected something about this case wasn't right, but he couldn't quite put his finger on it. Hmm. That was because the Mary Celeste crew and passengers were missing, but they didn't take their personal effects or food or water. It's so like I told you all, there was still like a six-month supply of food and water left on the ship. According to Captain Morehouse, the crew of the DeGradia just found the Mary Celeste in solid condition. Captain Morehouse or Whorehouse? Morehouse. Okay. <laughs> uh, all things considered, it certainly looked like the crew of the DeGradia had murdered everyone aboard the Mary Celeste, dumped their bodies at sea, and sailed the stolen ship and its cargo to, what is it? Gibraltar. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I said Gibraltar. <laughs> you just fuck it up. Gibraltar. Hey, just like it. when you're talking, you just look? like just like casually pass over and we'll insert like a Gibraltar. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like, like one of those weird. So anyway, they were sailing past the coast of Gibraltar. This is, <laughs> this is going to be my struggle word of the episode, Gibraltar. In order to claim salvage payment. But did they get their payment? No. You tell say me. No. I say nay, sir. I say nay. If you were to say no, you'd be absolutely right. Ah, good thing I said nay. Yep. Because according to Mr. Solly Flood, absolutely not. So Solly the fact... Flood. That's a name. Yeah, it is. The fact that the uh, crew of the DeGradia stood to gain financially from the disappearance of everyone aboard the Mary Celeste raised some alarms and bells. But after over three months of stern, bewigged British inquiry, the court found no evidence of foul play. They could find no evidence of any wrongdoing, even though all these people apparently had disappeared and all their stuff was still there. I don't think it's weird at all. Right? I feel like it's like a Monty Python kangaroo court kind of investigation here. <laughs> Where is it? Well, it's over here, sir. <laughs> yeah. We are the knights that say nuggets. Not, not to bring up <laughs> old shit, but, you know, we talked about this before. Like, you have to be able to prove stuff in the court. Yeah, and they I'm to, sure the court was much different back then. They, so. Yeah, they needed. They still need to know though. Like, where did you get this shit, and what happened to the people? Like, do you expect us to believe they just all just disappeared? Yeah, with I mean, it's like with no up. bad weather and food, water. So the the court. It's weird they would leave all that behind. Yeah, yeah. Did you say sounds like murder? 
if you said it and I missed There's it, I'm been sorry. a murder. Were all the like boats gone? Like the little like the boats? Skate boats? Yeah. That this, comes up. <laughs> this ain't the oh. Titanic, Trent. Comes up later? When they're doing an investigation. Okay. It comes up. Yeah. All right. I didn't want to jump ahead. Or wow. That's cool. Impatient much? I'm intrigued. I want to know what, uh, what's happening here. So yeah, all, Me all and their Flood. stuff, we're all uh, their all the passengers' luggage and stuff was on there. All the crew stuff. <clears throat> there were like seventeen hundred barrels of alcohol that were still on the ship. Oh, they just left. What that the rum? <laughs> it certainly didn't seem like the ship the got raided or anything. Now, let's let's be clear here. This is industrial alcohol, so this is yeah. not drinking alcohol. True, that's that's like never rubbing stopped. alcohol. It's never stopped. It's, it's not before. rubbing alcohol either. It's like used in like certain certain industrial aspects so it's like very strong flammable stuff you put yeah you put it in different different things to make different things oh okay i got what you're saying you put it in ian to make drunk ian drunk (laughs) or dead ian i'm not sure they're one and the same actually (laughs) so the courts they uh (laughs) they felt like there was some foul play here but since there was never any actual evidence of foul play found they weren't fully convinced that that was the case. So the crew of the Del Gradia, they received a total of $46,000 uh, from the insurance money. And the case concluded that each uh, Del Gradia member walked away with around 830 bucks, Which at the time was a lot of money. Yeah. And which today wouldn't buy you hardly crap. I mean, I'd take it, but that's mm. me. I just, it, it went a lot farther back then. Understood. Was it in gold doubloons? Maybe. Gold bars like in the movie? According to, I was going to say, according to that movie we're going to talk about later, it's gold, baby. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> in 1884, Conan Doyle. the worst Doyle. Chappelle I've ever done. <laughs> I think that's was, the only Chappelle I've ever done. You've got better. It was all right. <laughs> I think, I think I'm, I'm not good at like impersonations. I, I'll be honest, but that makes them endearing. My impersonations are so Sometimes bad. Sometimes it's funnier endearing. that way. Yeah. That was in uh, 1872 when that court case happened. In 1884, Conan Doyle published a uh, Sir, Arthur. Sir Arthur. You mean Conan Doyle? <laughs> Thank you. The you treat Sir him with respect. It's the same guy, right? Yeah. Maybe he wasn't knighted back then. Maybe so. I don't believe he was. Do you know who we're talking about, though? Yeah. Okay. Famous writer. Oh. I mean, not not Famous because for of your story, Sherlock but... Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He uh, he did a lot of things. Um, yeah. Sherlock. And Holmes. I apologize if that was wrong of me, but yeah, you guys are right. No, we were we were making what? clear for the audience yeah, that it's okay. Sir. No, he may not have been Arthur Sir Conan Doyle, yeah. but I, he he was. He I'll was look that up when he got knighted. Eventually, yeah. get on that means. Yeah. Sorry, fact checker extraordinary. Yeah. Let, let us know if it happened before 1884. 1884. Okay, yeah. I was about to ask you if you said 1894. So uh, he published a sensationalized account of the abandoning of the Mary Celeste under the title, and I might butcher this one too. Oh, I can't wait. J. Habakkuk. J. Jefferson's Habakkuk. statement. That is H A B A K U K. You guys tell Habakkuk. me. <laughs> Habakkuk. Yeah, sure. I like yeah. the name. I like the sound of that. If he, if he don't like it, he can write in and tell us. Damn right. What year was this? Dearest Horror. 1884. <laughs> You're right. Feather quill. 1902, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle was knighted. I'm to hear that you butchered the title of my... Did you hear that? What was it? Asshat. 
<laughs> Sir Arthur Conan Doyle was knighted in 1902, so it's 12, 14 we years later. Wrong. So we, we were, were right. You were right. I was. We were wrong, but you were right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not he a sir yet, yet. Yeah, but yeah. you said he might not have been. So. That's true. Even when I'm right, I'm wrong. <laughs> it's all good. The more you know, the more you know. That should be a T-shirt. That should. Could be. We got all kinds of T-shirts coming. Do we? <laughs> we got T-shirt ideas. We, we talk about them. Are we making shirts? We talk about them a lot. Yeah, we just have right to now. literally materialize them. Just go buy our first one, please. I people. was going to say, we we'll need buy people our to first buy the first one. one. We'll put it on the next uh, yeah. social media. They're not just T-shirts either. They're sweet T-shirts. Yeah, you can lick them. You lick them? Like a scratch. If you want to. Snozberries like, taste like snozberries. Like once you buy that shit, we can't tell you what to do with it. It's yours. If you want to lick that motherfucker, go ahead. <laughs> There's another shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna lick that motherfucker. Go ahead. That could be like a motto in life in general. <laughs> just has, just has his eyes on the black shirt. You wanna lick that, you motherfucker? Wanna lick that motherfucker? Go ahead. Just have, his eyes. I have my eyes with my tongue sticking out. Yeah. Too. God, like Cheshire Cat. <laughs> oh gosh! If you can only see what he's looking at me right now. Oh my god. <laughs> We've had so many twisted tees. <laughs> Not yet, friend. Wow. We're getting there, though. <laughs> All right. Sorry, go. <laughs> so 12 years after the uh, event of the Mary Celeste, the name of the ship, for some reason, was altered to the Marie Celeste. I was wondering why you put quotes on it. I, I was like, is that the name of the ship? Is that not the name of the ship? Yeah, apparently, ship? I've heard it both ways. <laughs> She goes both ways. Mary goes both ways. <laughs> Mary and Marie. I like Mary you know, Celeste right. better myself. Like Marie Celeste, it just seems weird. Does it roll off your tongue? No. Nah. So, yeah, it was, this account was presented as a fictional retelling of the experience from a survivor who did not exist. But it got people thinking about the real event all over again. Even Solly Flood was inspired to review the case, but reached no new conclusions. So <laughs> it's like there was a dramatic pause. Based on what you heard so far, what do you guys think happened to the Mary Celeste? I think I know because I've heard this whole story before, so I don't want to. Then I'll get based off what you've heard. Want to know so what you all think so far, and then tonight. we'll get into some actual theories that existed. I mean, murder is the most credible because murder was the case they gave him. Murder was the case <clears throat> because the food. The water, the supplies were still there, so that's worth money. The ship's still there, that's worth money. Mm-hmm. There's no water anywhere, so it couldn't have been a storm. There was water somewhere. I forgot to mention that, but, but I don't think it was drinkable because it was just water from the floods. So, from flood? so you got to mention Mr. that flood? before we Mr. could make <laughs> He did. It- well, it wasn't water, really water that important to story, but... Mary had dropped a drink. There was, like, water and, like, there's a little bit of water in the engine room that had a puddle. Water from raining? Is that what you're saying? Like, rainwater? That uh, mixed with other things once it flooded, so to say? Could have been rain- rainwater. I really don't know. Or Well, to be honest, ships during that time would take on water up to about 8 to 10%. Yeah. And that's why they had hull breaks. So, uh, there was always water on ships... Yeah, plus it was like Usually shipwrecked, not to, so... to sink them. Whatever it hit, possibly just punctured a small hole into it. Is there usually a crew that takes care of that at the time? Like, to f- drain the water? Or they, does build, it just... they build it out. Like Okay, but if there's nobody there to do that, it's going to take on more water? Possibly. Okay. 
And this, would you just say this ship had been wrecked before? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, when they found it, it was apparently wrecked and abandoned, according to When they first found account. it before, or when the people were gone, when they found it, it had been wrecked and yeah, abandoned. Yeah, and abandoned, yeah. Okay, so it did. It did have that a, was their version of the story. It did have something wrong with it when they towed it back in, like ho- a hole in the hull. Yeah, the the, the Gradia, They they say that. The, How big was this ship, size wise? You got numbers. Uh, <laughs> he wants specs. He wants numbers. He wants. Well, that does make a difference. Exact size on there, but I can probably pull it up for you real quick. Because if it's a small to medium sized ship mm-hmm. versus a large large ship, that large ship. I mean. In your mind, I think people were thinking like big pirate ship, right? In your mm-hmm. mind, you're thinking a big cargo type ship. Yeah. I don't think this was that. It was a big like... Because uh, you got to remember there's only only six crew members. It was a brigantine. So oh, yeah. I would imagine there's there was only, only six, six crew members yeah, that could have so been that large. It's a, it's a <clears> captain, <throat> six crew members, and his family. So it's not a large ship. <laughs> they put the family to work. It's like a medium to small ship. Get down there. Right. Am I wrong? Right? 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 The length was a hundred and three feet. That's uh, not very that's not big. big, yeah. I mean it's a big I mean maybe back ship. then though it was a big Yeah, ship. I'm just saying like well, yeah, I'm trying to get this his, into the listeners' like, minds. It's not uh, like a Titanic yeah, size right. ship. Is exactly, because when people are hearing this episode, they're thinking, they're thinking and then if large, and then the large movie ship. we're about to talk about, that was a very large ship. Yeah. 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 So this is not as big of a ship as you would think. Right. Okay. But the lifeboats were gone? I don't remember reading about that. Because I'm wanting to say I, I heard that they were gone when I heard this story before. Like, when I was reading about the court case and stuff, like, I don't really remember reading anything about the lifeboats. Okay. So they just said that it looked like the crew had apparently abandoned the whole ship and left everything behind. So what did you hear about the lifeboats mean? Yes, please enlighten us. I heard that two of the lifeboats were missing. But I'm going to look it up really quick just to make sure. It's It's been a long time since I heard this story. I, I heard this story like over two or three years ago at least. I want to put a pin in that thought, and we'll come back to that in just a second. Were you sitting yes. at like an old bar with a large mug of beer in your hand, and there was a man sitting in the corner with a tobacco, like yeah. a beanie on? Well, one corner Life was this boats. woman. She called herself Large Marge. She started started telling this <laughs> weird story about trucking, and then I listened to this guy, and he started telling a story about Have a hook for a hand. It was, the, to him. it was the sea captain from The Simpsons. <laughs> arr, arr. Ian and Trent, do you have any uh, theories based on what you heard so far? Mm. I mean, I could probably spitball some theories, and they're probably not going to be right. Can we rule out alien abduction? Ah, I think so. Oh. Or a kraken. Hear me out. <laughs> they do live in the sea. They live in the sea. I have specified how insane the sea is. Okay, mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. we've only explored. I want to say it's five to eight percent. I can never remember. I think I change it every fucking time I tell the story. I think that was actually a theory somewhere along the line. Was like a that, creature, like a sea of some creature sort? of some sort. Giant. Oh, boy, sea creature, but not aliens. <laughs> Yeah, the difference Come being on. a sea creatures are real, Trent. Oh, okay. I only accept an alien if it was an alien Bigfoot who traveled through a portal to get here. Obviously. Alien could be whatever. Damn right. I'm, I so, guess so, I, I would want to know more about the lifeboats before okay. I formulate a theory because... Before you go see I got it. I got it. <laughs> so, 
There were no signs of a struggle, so nothing was tossed. Uh, the ship was not flying a distress signal, so they would have not been in bad weather. Okay. The cargo was intact. There were, were personal belongings and values, valuables left in every cabin. The captain's watch, which is very important to a captain, was found hanging by his bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ship had six months' supply of water and food still, and the only thing that was strange was one lifeboat out of one lifeboat on the boat. So they had one lifeboat was gone. Huh. Nice. That's going to fit in. So there, were, passengers were so, there were 10 people total what that if, were missing. How many people fit on a lifeboat? About three? Depends on the size of the lifeboat. No, the bigger lifeboats, probably 12 to 15. Oh. I was going to say, what if someone fell off accidentally and the others went on the lifeboat? Accidentally. To go try and save them, but then they all ended up just... The entire crew went to rescue this one man? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, could have. if or the boat's and, moving pretty and, fast and they unless, fall off, they're going to go... Unless he fell and then the Kraken came. One team, one dream, man. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't this see is... why everybody would leave the giant fucking boat. Well, I guess <laughs> like, that doesn't... With all the food the With water. all the food and everything. True. Be like, everybody get in the lifeboat I mean, maybe they, that one guy. Maybe they thought they would be able to save him. If and all nine of them It be? all... It turned out badly. I don't know. I don't mm. know. I have no idea. Even little. Sarah, I got a feeling. Even you got Sarah answers. Some, got, answer, some, some answers. Some theories. Is coming. anyone close so far? Yeah. It's aliens. I got, I got my theory, it's but dragon. I kind of heard the story it's, before, it's so it's I ain't going to say. It. Oh, see how you are. <laughs> sea okay, urgent. But so I got my favorite theory. Sea urgent. Come on. An urgent. So the number one theory. Like a little was... bitty sea urgent. Yes. <laughs> No, urgent, like the foreigner oh. song. Urgent. <laughs> do, 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 do. There's my bad. Make it fast, make it urgent. <laughs> Get in the lifeboat, urgent, urgent. We'll, we'll, we'll play a heavy metal version of that in Milky Slits. Man, mm, man overboard, urgent, urgent. Mm, 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 Milky, Milky Slits. Okay, sorry. Emergency. That's me on the tambourine in the background. Emerge. Emerge the sea from the sea. Emerge the it's sea. It all makes sense. Rolls on the cowbell in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be the best song you've ever heard in your fucking life. More cowbell. Hey, treachery. Okay, that was the number one theory that went around. Treachery. Treachery. I think everything we've said so far is a little treacherous. That was treacherous. Treachery. First talked about that the uh, the Wait, court had their suspicions. What does treachery mean yeah, in their what did eyes? That, mean? Yeah. that the crew of the Degradia. They possibly betrayed okay. the crew of the Mary Celeste. So they all fought and fell overboard at the same time? Or he... maybe they just straight up like pirated them and just yeah. raided their ship, killed them all, and fed them well, to the no. sharks. What I heard was they possibly like either killed them and threw the boat out to make it look like they were escaping something, mm. or literally gave them a shot. By putting them all in the boat and uh, saying, get the fuck off, we're taking this boat. But wouldn't they have reported it back when they got back? Or are you saying they never made it back? They never made it back. Yeah, There's no way that... Kraken. Yeah. <laughs> or the sea or I mean, you're out, you're out in the out middle. Out that far, yeah. The Sea of Gibraltar is like so... Di- I mean, it's like Lake Michigan, but twice the size. So, and... You know, you made big. fun of my sea urchin thing because they're tiny. But remember, a little stingray got, got our beloved Steve... Irwin? Steve Irwin, you loved him. Don't act like you didn't. I feel like I hurt you guys' feelings. You bring you guys bring <laughs> shit up five minutes later. I have to say it. <laughs> Our fearless leader is a stingray a sea urchin. I don't know if it would fall under that category. <laughs> That's like a predator, isn't it? 
Yeah. No, you're thinking of the guy with the laser. I just want you to know, means I'm not being a smartass at all when I say that. What's up? I think when I call you our fearless leader, I'm not being a smartass at all. I promise. I'm just telling you, I'm not the leader. I respect your humbleness. People know that. That's what makes you the, the what, best. Which people? Hopefully the people that like listen to this podcast know I'm not in charge. He doesn't want to be the leader. That's this why he's, 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 he's winking. This is what a sea urchin looks like. That's why I laughed. <laughs> They're tiny. Oh, okay. They're like the, you so can hold saying, them in your hands. So you're saying the poison from them. that? It's not the size that matters. Means. They're like the, what are they called? The Tribbles. Star Trek oh my or Quibbles or what are those things called? I never watched Star Trek. Maybe like a... I wasn't a dork when I was little. Attached to people's brains like stars. Just kidding. I just isolated yes. half of our fans. <laughs> but the other half who aren't dorks, keep listening. Number two out of <laughs> three of the top theories that went around was an alcohol explosion. We talked about the highly flammable alcohol barrels. Well, wouldn't that be noticeable? Yeah, wouldn't there be black chars all over the? Yes, to the people who were there, but to the people who were speculating. So here's what I heard. Because there were nine barrels that didn't have alcohol in them, so yeah, maybe. So what I heard was the fumes started seeping out, and the toxicity of the fumes caused them to all try to escape in the middle of the night off of the boat because it was killing them. And they got in the lifeboat, and the fumes drove them off. I mean, nine, nine barrels of alcohol that strong, that's very likely. They wouldn't take any food or I clothes mean, or anything with them? It's industrial alcohol. It's, I mean, it's like, It'd be like, burning it's like a gas chamber. It's like if you were in a gas chamber. Mm-hmm. You were under the deck sleeping. Mm-hmm. All those fumes start hitting you. You're gasping for breath. You get up to the top and try to get away from it. At that that's point, what though, hear me out. Would you have the wherewithal to get to the lifeboat, or would you just jump over? Maybe some, you know what I mean? some did, and maybe some made it to the lifeboat. Yeah. But the question is, like, there was another lifeboat there, right? So there was It only, only one, said right? there was one, because it wasn't that big of a ship. It was only 100 foot long. So they, it's like like a houseboat, really, if you want to think of it like that. A houseboat. So you about wouldn't really need that big of 75 a foot long. lifeboat for yeah. a crew of only... Ten people. For a houseboat, you yeah. only take one boat with you when you go Houseboat boating. like what Leon Phelps from The Ladies' Man lived in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My houseboat! So I have to correct myself from earlier. I said that the uh, the water that was in the ship was in the engine room. It was actually the pump room, I do believe. Damn it, Wells. Num- we need to know that. <laughs> the number three theory is that there was a bad pump on the ship and that the crew fled because of they were taking See, on water. See, if you would have told me it was in the pump room, that would have been my theory. It would have been my number one theory. Yeah. You have nothing to prove otherwise. But the ship was still afloat, so I feel like they wouldn't have just abandoned it without trying to They wouldn't to have tried it. to pump it out. They would, yeah. oh, I ain't, ain't going to try to pump it out. I'm just going to Not to bring leave. up another episode, but our Jaws episode, you know, they went down with the ship, literally. Mm-hmm. And he had no experience on a boat. So I feel like these guys would go down with the ship. Right. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that theory. Yeah. It's a wild one. I'm, I'm going with sea urchins all day. <laughs> sea urchin, urchin, urchin. So, it's a mystery, all right? Or is it? Because. <laughs> dun, dun, you really dun. know how to draw them in. I try to, man. As for what really happened to the Mary Celeste, her end was far less mysterious. 
in November. Oh. I'm sorry, Marie Celeste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Marie at this time. Oh, my bad. That's, that's my bad. That's all bad. <laughs> I forgot it changed. Bitch, change your name. She don't want to be associated with that stuff. Uh, it's Marie. <laughs> so the actual ending of the Mary Celeste was far less mysterious. In uh, November of 1884, she was sailed right into a reef just off the coast of Haiti. Scurvy. Wrecked by a crooked captain who was For trying to scam money. his insurance company. Oh, yeah. He was charged with fraud and died soon after. The story of the From ships... From fraud charging? <laughs> Probably. Fraud! Oh! Anyone <laughs> check to see if he really died? He might have been faking that, too. Maybe. <laughs> you fraud. Yeah. His new name's Marie Celeste. I'll get the life insurance money somehow. By faking my death. Uh, the story of the ship's 1872 abandonment has been recounted and dramatized many times in books plays, and movies. So let's talk about one of those movies. What a let's, transition. Let's talk about that play. <laughs> or, okay, movie. Uh, My bad. Yeah. Let's, movie. Let's, let's is there really, movie. wait though, is there really a ghost ship play out there? There's, uh, well, Mary Celeste. Oh. As you can see, the actual story had very little to nothing to do with ghosts. Hey, we don't know that. Could be. But it was a ghost ship though. Yeah. That was a terminology there's nobody on they that. True, yeah. true. It didn't actually mean like it was ghost, haunted. It like was a ghost just, town. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I wish you should have been more clear with that at the front. Right. For the viewers who don't know that. Hmm. Not for having myself. A ghost ship is actual terminology. But we had the to more keep, you know. We had to keep them here because they're like waiting for that meaty part of the story where the ghosts come in and it never does. That was a pretty good story though. Thank you. Yeah. It is quite I like mystery. hearing about ghost ships anyway, because it's kind of an interesting ghost ships. Ghost ships. Oh. Ships. Not the shits that oh, we were I'm talking sorry. about that one time, like a I'm ghost sorry. shit. is revenge. <laughs> but I, I think it's cool that there are other stories like that mm-hmm. of ships that just all of a sudden show up and people salvage them because that's part of their job. But like, uh, they're they're even there's a couple of stories out of Lake Michigan because Lake Michigan's like in a little sea basically, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they ship cargo from the upper peninsula to the lower peninsula all the time. The UP. They're, they're all kind of, my bad. You're a peninsula guy. You know your peninsulas, right? You got the upper, mm-hmm. get the lower. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Thank I, you that, for that. That makes him an expert. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely a peninsula guy. <laughs> they don't call him peninsula persinger for nothing. Peninsula persinger. Penelope Peninsula Persinger. Persinger. Triple P. Triple P, for short. I I thought he was Virginia Trent these days. Mm -hmm. West Virginia Trent. Get it right. Representing that west side. Smoking his Virginia Slims. That's right. Vagina Slimes. Vagina Slimes. That's that's our all girl band. The vagina slimes. Milky slips and the vagina slimes. slimes. (laughs) That's a t shirt. That's a card right there. Coming near you. That's a bill. Still with Wells' eyes on him. Oh, it's got to have the eyes. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. So, (laughs) what's funny is he tries to open his eyes up bigger, but they don't get any bigger. They're already already there. They're They're about to roll out of his fucking skull. I practice in the mirror. God, that's terrifying. <laughs> so, faithful horror fans, if you've stuck with this this long, you know by now that... You're the real ones. This uh, story that had very little to do with actual ghosts inspired a movie that had a lot to do with actual ghosts. And that movie is called Ghost Soup. It's a uh, 
movie that was made in 2002. It's directed by Steve Beck. Steve? Stars, uh, I might butcher some of these names, Gabriel Burns. Burns. Gabriel Byrne is his name. Byrne, okay. Uh, Juliana Margules. That, her name. Margulies, I I believe. Margulies, yeah. Okay. Ron Eldard, Desmond Harrington, Isaiah Washington, and Carl Urban with long hair. Oh, Carl. Carl Urban's been in a few movies with long hair. Has he? You ever notice when we describe people, like real people, they're always old. The Lord of the Rings. Always old. We always say old. Old Jim. (laughs) Old Tom. Old Gabriel. Old Ellie. That's old a, Mary. That's just that old mis- Midwestern charm. Old Gabriel, he was the captain, though, so he was the elder statesman. veteran of the, of the group. Yeah, elder statesman. He was good in a lot of movies. Follows a marine salvage crew in the Bering Sea who discover a mysterious ocean liner that disappeared in 1962 for some reason. So, What do you mean for some reason? You got to watch the movie to find out. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert for a 20-year-old movie. We're talking spoilers, right? This movie came out October 25th, 2002. It uh, did actually pretty well, I'd say. It had a box office of $68.3 million on a $20 million budget. That is pretty good. Yep. So, Steve Beck, the director, you know what else he directed? What he directed? 13 Ghosts. Nice. Love 13 Ghosts. I watch it every Halloween. He really? Yeah. It's one of your Halloween rotation movies? Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but... He also quick. wrote Loser. No, oh, that was just Beck. My bad. <laughs> I'm a loser. <laughs> What's he, a fucking uh, lounge yeah. singer now? I'm a loser, he's, baby. He's, he's sauced at this point. <laughs> Do you guys... It, we may have already talked about this. I know it's it's not October... But you guys do a 30 days of Halloween thing at your house? Absolutely. You watch one horror movie every night? You do a 365 days of <laughs> yeah, Halloween Yeah, who are you talking to? Here? I know. I do uh, my 31 well, days and nights of Halloween with movies and video games. Do you have a rotation that you do every year? Or do you mix it up with new movies? Or? I, do, I always do the Conjuring movies. Okay. And uh, 13 Ghosts, and then I just pepper in some other things. What about you, Trent? You're the least of the... You like horror movies, but you're not like super into them like we are. Do you do a Halloween thing? I do. I don't do one every single night, but I will watch as many once horror movies as we can during oh, okay, September, gotcha. October, once it gets to spooky season. <clears throat> I know usually like me, you, and a few other of our friends will either set up shop here or another one of our friends' house and do like a scary movie out back. Yeah, hopefully we can do that again this year, hopefully, too. Hopefully. Um, Means you've been there for quite a few. Mm-hmm. To answer your second question, I don't have a set like routine I kind of mix it up just based on what I can find and what do you, do you have a go-to every year that you have to watch like well it says Conjuring. I mean I think Halloween you have to watch every Halloween just the first one or you uh, do a marathon three is good fuck you all I don't care <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll definitely do the first one or the remake from 2018 or I like the second one, honestly. It gets a lot of crap, but I like I like the second one, too. It's not as good as the first one, but I like the second one. I thought it was a worm. It's it's a stock and kill movie. movie, It's not really character development or anything. If I catch the other ones just on, I'll watch them. Yeah, I don't know. I just... It kind of varies from year to year. It's, at that point, it's just a, you, you. Would you consider it too like instead of like a thriller, it's just a straight slasher movie? That's all it is. I mean, yeah. Carpenter even said it was a cash grab, and he hated it. I mean, he had. You guys all know the story. We've talked about it on here. He he had an idea after they did the first Halloween to have that as a series of different movies about Halloween. 
Yeah, but it was a cash grab. So then everybody wanted Michael Myers. And when they tried to do, instead of making the second one, part three, hmm. they made the third one, part three, obviously, which and fucked it up. Yeah, That movie, if it's caused it something different, I think it'd get more respect. But Well, that's what I've said in the past, too, to some of my friends. I'm like, I think if it was called anything else <clears throat> other than Halloween, people might have liked it more. I think that one thing that hurt it was the fact that it was called Halloween 3 and had nothing to do with the Halloween series. And I get what you're saying, that Carpenter wanted to like mix it up with each one. But since he did back-to-back Michael Myers, I think that yeah. kind of fucked it. Well, I'll be honest with you now, in retrospect, the way the fan base is now. I mean, way huge, way larger fan base for one. But two gets a less fan base than three now. Three has a huge fucking underground fan base classic, now. It's, yeah. it's, I mean... I went to the last whorehound, which you guys did not show up. Shame, shame. I know all your motherfucking names. You're going to show up in the next one with me. We're going to get a booth. We're going to get a booth, people. Anyway, uh, yeah, I went to that one, and they had the Halloween 3 cast, and I went to the uh, meet and greet Mm Q&A, and they talked about all the the behind-the-scenes shit, and it was like standing room only in that place. I mean, it was like... Couple thousand people just packed no like lighting room, no couches to lounge on. I mean, it was crazy. Standing, standing. Damn it. So we but, don't have to get real deep into this, but I do want to go around the table and get everybody's thoughts on the movie Ghost Ship. First of all, we're a movie podcast. We have to get into the movie. Ian. Come I mean, on. you can if you want to. I was just saying we don't have to. I just want to get everybody's thoughts on it. You could give your thoughts, which would segue <laughs> us into getting into the movie. So, Well, I will start because I had never seen it before watching really? it the other day. And First I thought it was actually pretty good. Nice. I didn't know what to expect. Sometimes with those... Or- <laughs> what am I trying to say? Those early 2000 horror movies is what I was yeah. trying to say. You never know what you're going to get. And it was definitely early 2000s. It had that vibe all over it, but yeah. not in a bad way necessarily. Um I did not care for the ending, which we can dissect that more in a second. But overall, I thought it was a pretty decent movie. The ending was very weird. It was, yeah. Mr. Means? Yeah. Um, I liked it uh, for what it was. I thought the opening scene for the time was one of the best scenes out there. Agreed. Um, I I, kind of think it went downhill from there as far as scares yeah so or gore or anything so yeah, it wasn't I felt really like, scary i guess yeah it wasn't scary movie, but it, it was entertaining really gory, but it was an entertaining movie uh but the first scene just kind of to me blew the rest of the movie away so they they went opposite the way you would think a movie would mm-hmm. go Instead of building up, instead they of give building it all up to a crescendo, the they front. they gave you the crescendo at the beginning. In my opinion, like the only other like really creepy scene I can remember is uh, when that singer pushes Isaiah Washington down the elevator shaft, and then you and see her ghostly. She face. doesn't push him. He just That's true. Through her. That's true. Trickery. Yeah. Poor Doctor Burke. Yeah. It was those titties, man. I <laughs> get you every time. Ghost titties. I'd die for that. <laughs> uh, my opinion is when I watched this movie when it had first came out I hated it and I hated it a lot and then I tried to watch it again and I hated it however I went and watched it again recently I didn't hate it as nice. much I actually like he I just loved it more <laughs> I loved it I think what it is is like when I was younger I didn't give a shit enough and I think now that I'm paying attention I got the twist more mm. 
I yeah. understood the yeah. twist. Yeah. I understood what Desmond Harrington, I think is his name. Um, what's his name? from Ferryman the, from the movie. Is that what you're talking ferryman, about? Ferryman. But uh, yeah. He was Desmond, a ferryman. It was, Harrington, is that his real name? <laughs> the guy yeah. from Dexter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought... Uh, I thought the twist of who he really was or what he really was, I should say, I I guess like I didn't pay enough attention. I just thought he was just spooky ghost. I didn't realize he was actually supposed to be like some some sort of symbolic demon. You know what I mean? Like I didn't get that. And then when I watched it again recently, I was like, oh God, I completely missed that before. Can you get a little bit more into that? Because I did not get that. So he says, I have a job. My job is to fill fill a boat full of as many souls as possible for management. Hmm. I am I am a traveler. That is what I do. This is my job. I may not like it, but this is this is what I do. This is my purpose. So his purpose is to basically sway people into like killing themselves over greed and and um, sin basically. sin basically. Oh, so like okay. Isaiah Washington was engaged. Technically, he was lust doing lust, adultery, even though they weren't technically married. But he was cheating on his wife, even though it's kind of a loophole yeah. since she's a ghost. And he, even he says knew better that. too because he even said, You can't cheat on him with a dead girl. Yeah. And it's like, and at that time, like, I get he's supposed to be drunk, but Jesus Christ, like, really? What is wrong with you? I right. mean, Wells, I know you would have done it. I mean, oh. besides Wells, who would want to fuck a dead body? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's cold hard. So, uh, so, so that's what got Isaiah Washington. Uh, not the, in the, the, the rest what is of it, necrophilia. Them, that is not my thing, bro. The rest of them, Anymore. like when they were showing the, <laughs> the 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 flashback of like they got greedy over the gold. Right. Remember, they were they were poisoning the crew. Um, he killed everybody on on deck, and he basically swindled all these people into kind of doing the job for him. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, he he did have a hand. In killing some of these people, mm-hmm. but for the most part, like he was supposed to be like a demon, basically. So, what was uh, his name in the movie? I don't remember. Ferryman, Ferryman Jack. I think so. Ferryman. So that's that's right there, just an obvious clue. He's like helping these people pass Ferryman. over. He's a ferryman. I was glad to hear this though because I didn't really get that, and I've watched this movie quite a few times, and I've always wondered like why the why the hell does this ghost want all this gold on the boat? No, he only he's. He, the only reason he was, and at the end when he's bringing the gold, he uses the gold to turn people against each other. Gotcha. So if you remember when he was on the ghost ship and the other sh- other ship crew when he brought them all aboard, well, he didn't he didn't huh? bring bring them all aboard, but basically he uh he he you remember like the other ship they said that everybody on that ship had died. The captain is telling Gabriel Byrne that. Mm-hmm. There was only one survivor on that ship, and it was this ferryman guy. So then he comes on board. They find all this gold on there. So then they all transpire to to keep the gold, and then everybody conspires against each other and fucking murders each other. Yep. And remember, he has nothing. Like he just kind of puts it out there. Okay, the ferryman. So that was that was supposed to be his job, and that's what he was telling. Um, I promise if we ever find a hundred million dollars worth of gold, I will not murder any of you. We can split it just even. And that's like the one person he couldn't sway. I'm the leader, so I get... Oh, now he's the fearless leader again. (laughs) Well, somebody's got to lead us to the gold. Somebody's got to lead us to the gold. I'm the fearless leader, so I get more than my share. Uh, Means, you go in that dark corridor and check it out. I'll be right here. There's a girl with wispy, see-through titties in there. (laughs) 
<laughs> Wells is, where? <laughs> yeah, he dies instead of me. But you remember at the end when uh, when the other guy, one of the last male survivors, um, right? He put he put turns turns the gun on uh, Ferryman and says, "You know, stop or I'll shoot." And he's like, "You know, if you murder me, you'll go to hell, right?" And then he shoots him, which yep. is a sin. <laughs> so. Um, I kind of connected it, all these though? dots. I guess it depends. Like, can you really murder? It was self defense. Well, can can you murder something that's not alive? Is it murder if it's self defense? When you throw all that, all that out there, it really does make Stand the movie ground, a little bit deeper. Yeah, it actually had a deeper meaning to it. It's just the setup wasn't there. Like like you said, it wasn't scary. Um, it was a good movie. It, it, I ain't gonna it, I ain't gonna say it wasn't. It was a, better. A good it was movie. better it was, now was, than than what I like. Is it gonna be like in my rotation? No, but like I appreciated it more now than I did back then. Oh, yeah. I what I didn't like or get was why he needed them to fix the boat. He mm. needed them to fix the boat be, to keep the boat afloat. But the boat had been afloat for 40 years. But the boat was hitting that island constantly, and it was taking on water, remember? I don't remember that And part, they but... said, and Gabriel Byrne said, in three days it's going to go again, and it hits again, it's sinking. Yeah. Um, so if it sinks, it can't sit out there in the middle of the sea, and then when people come out and find it and see what it is, they're going to well, go then, on board thinking they can salvage it like this crew did, and the cycle continues. That part of the movie was actually pretty accurate to the true story. But why did he need the boat to transport them to hell? That's the part that was kind of weird. Like, if they're already dead. Why can't you just take them all to hell? Like, well, why? if you remember, like, you've seen all of Moon. Why did right? blowing the boat up let them all go to heaven? Like, were they just stuck there? Their like... souls were stuck on this ghost ship. So ferry <clears throat> them to hell, Jack. What are you waiting on? He had, he had to wait for the ship to be full. Oh, see, that was that. the part that was kind of goofy. You know, ghost hauntings, man, you have to destroy the object they're attached to. And that and, and, and uh, I get that, but it just seemed weird that he's a demon who can do all this supernatural stuff, but he's like, well, i got to have this boat fixed before I can actually do anything. It I wasn't the fact that he had to have it fixed. He had to have it fixed to get more people out there, because remember the crew that came from before them, they found the digital watch, and he was like, this is a digital watch. He's like, yeah, good job. And he's like, <laughs> they didn't have digital watches in the 60s. True. So, and then that chute opens up and the bodies come out. So clearly people, remember Gabriel Byrne even says like, I can't believe more people aren't coming out and finding the ship. They were. Yeah. They were just being murdered on the ship and yeah. then they were stuck there. Yeah. It's so. That, it's a trap. Yeah. It's basically a trap. So every time that boat circles so around and hits f- that island. How full does it need to be though? It's been, it was full in the lot, 60s yeah. when all the people died. First and foremost. About, uh, and then all the years since then that people that part have died. was kind a good of a, 100 ghosts that came out of that I was going to say, that, that part was a little little fishy. Because <laughs> they were on the, anyway. Um, so I get what you're it's saying. It's like when you're playing Sonic and you collect all those rings and then you like you hit something hit, at the very end. All the rings else. are gone. I want like, oh, somebody to take that ending scene where all the ghosts are leaving the ship and put it to my heart will go on my scene with you. Oh my God. I would, I'm sure cool. someone has out there on the <laughs> no internet doubt. We got to look that up. So yeah, um, that's why he needed them to repair the ship, which is to keep the gold on it, to keep it out there because every time somebody can't... Come, all you had to do was go into town and find another crew and be like, well, I'm a pilot and I've seen this ship and everybody's going to be like, well, that's a ghost ship. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, and it wasn't. Them back out. It didn't ruin it for me, but I just thought it was kind of a goofy. So, like I said, the continuity issues. And obviously, he lived there. anyway, and he was putting the gold back. I'm assuming is how what we we're supposed to take from. Well, the I think the fact that she blew up that ship, he puts the gold on this new ship, or and on he the new ship the cycle. Yeah, over. that's kind of. They got to start from the beginning. Yeah, Which I feel like a lot of movies from that era. Kind and she of knows that. that. That's way. why she yells no. 
Yeah. Well, uh, do you do you feel like, uh, in your opinion, do you feel like my theory is kind of accurate? My interpretation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a flawed script. That's what I'm saying. It's definitely flawed. Yeah. It, it yeah, had I'll a lot of flaws in it. Fun but fact. I, I, I felt like I saw what they were trying to do. I'm sorry. Yeah. Fun fact about the script, though, I was reading some IMDb trivia today on the movie because I like to do that after I watch a movie. Sure. Yesterday or whatever that was. The script originally was something like completely different. It was going to be more of a psychological. The words they used were shining on the on a boat, Mm. and that's why all the actors signed on. And then when they actually got to set, the script was totally different, and they were all like pretty pissed about it. But they were already like locked in at that point. So it was supposed to be like this psychological thriller about greed and people turning on each other, which those themes were still kind of there a little bit, but. it was not apparently what they all thought they were making when they yeah. signed on. They may have been obsessed, or up, I said obsessed. They may have been upset, but they all wound up being in a movie that was technically a box office hit. I mean, it's 22 Success, years now. Success, I'll say, not right? hit. Or 20 years now. 20. So it's time to make a remake. Let's do it. You know, it's, a, it's, a cool, it's a cool setting. It. You don't see yeah. many ghost stories out at sea, really, which yeah. I yeah, think, I feel like and Ian will agree, the sea is a very creepy place in general yeah, to start uh, something. I've been saying <laughs> So. There's a Death Ship, 1981, maybe. You heard of that one? 82? Mm-mm. That's a salvage. And this movie's kind of based on that movie. <coughs> and the story you just what told. What about like, Virus? Weren't they on a Virus ship? Virus was on a ship. They yeah. salvaged that. There's, there's quite a few movies was on this. more sci-fi, though. Yeah. But I like I like that because it was gory and cool. But yeah, what's that? Stupid story. There's another what's one on Amazon one? called uh, The Haunting of the Mary Celeste. Yeah. It looks like it's pretty cheap, though, but I'm like, what's check that out movie? One of these. It's got to. Uh, it's like Buddies of Mine made it. Yeah. Deep something. Not Deep Blue Sea. They're out on a boat. It's got Deep Treat Star Williams. Six. Treat, Treat Williams is in it. Deep Impact. Nah, it's kind of like, you know. Isn't that like Armageddon? Yeah. Deep, Deep Rising? What the hell is that movie called? There's a Deep Rising. Is that what it is? I don't know. You're thinking of Deep Blue Sea, Samuel L. Jackson, a motherfucking shark. Is it the Deepening? No. No, hold on. I'm looking it up real quick. I think I could. Well, while you look that. that up, I'll just give my quick thoughts on the movie. It is Deep Rising. It's 1998. Hmm. Yep. Tom T. Johnson. Yeah. You guys ever seen that movie? Good old Fomkey. I Have Good not. Uh, what about Speed Two? Good old Tree. Forgetting that. <laughs> Full scream ahead is the tagline from the. What oh. movie did you just say? Scream Two. Speed Two. Uh, cruise control. <laughs> Wouldn't really call it a horror movie, but Deep Rising is actually like it's a it's a creature movie. Yeah, mm. it's like Leviathan. Anyway, yeah, I will just say that uh, I know it's not a perfect movie. It definitely suffers from the time that it was made. Um, but I've always enjoyed this movie. I've always thought it was a good time to watch. It's another one of those movies that I could probably watch every Halloween if I remember to throw it in rotation. Good cast. And uh, I agree with you means that that opening scene is, especially for the time, one of the, probably one of the best in horror movies, I think. But I uh, felt so bad for that yeah. little girl. I'm glad that everybody at least enjoyed it. So, real quick about that. Everyone else got split in half. Like, how short is this little girl? Were they, like, bending short. over? <laughs> well, well the guy she was dancing like, with, everybody... his head got split yeah. in half. So, was He's he, like, a... Man. He must have been... I don't know. He was a Plus, for some man. reason, she was like hugging him around his short, waist. Yeah. She was kind of like, well, I think at the same forward. time, like that, they had to been bent through, over. I think it came up at a certain point. Oh, uh, because that, they were like, that would make more sense. Yeah. 
But that was, yeah, watching all their like torsos okay. slide off their legs. That was really cool, but a cooler movie that slides people in half with wires <laughs> was Cube. That British underground movie called Cube. Heard of it, never seen it. I was thinking. It's really uh, good. I think I have seen Final it. Final Destination really 2. It's older, isn't it? Early 2000s, probably. Okay, I think I have seen that. Final Destination 2, where that barbed wire uh, fence explodes and it cuts that guy yep. in half. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil guy with the laser Final oh, Destinations, Friends of the Show. Friend of the show. Yes. The writer is? Yes. Okay. He's a friend of me. Nice. I thought he was the... And you are the I show, thought, our I fearless leader. I am the show. You are the show. Anybody have any final thoughts on Ghost Ship or the Mary Celeste? You guys want to rate it? We can rate it. Trent, you I was never looking at me. I figured you'd start <laughs> since you started off our, our opinion. You are um, I'd give it a six. It's fair. Pretty average. You know, not, not amazing, but not bad. I'm going right in the middle of five. I was going to give it a five and a half. I'll give it a 6.5. I thought you loved it. It's all right. You know one thing I hate about early 2000s movies? I do that every time to you. What's that? I hate the fact that they over... How would I say this? Over over production value everything. Like too much lighting, lighting, too much music, too much... Like everything about the set seems like... A they modern day like, well, like television they don't know how show. to create fear. They just try and like jump scares. Like there's yeah. a lot of jump scares. Yeah, I think most of the budget went to that effect where Isaiah Rodgington, Rodgington, Isaiah Rodgington, Washington, Doctor Burke from Crazy Anatomy, um, when he's in that kind of like ballroom area, and then it transitions from current to the old time, mm-hmm. where like everything's like. Uh-huh. Morphing around him, yeah. I think that's where yeah. most of the budget went of that movie. Yeah, that was possibly pretty CGI heavy there. But I just hate that. I don't know. I just hate that when they go out to sea and then they show nighttime scenes, it looks like the love boat at night. <laughs> like it's like really shitty three point perfect lighting, and I don't know. It just seems too staged and slick. I mean, that's that's the. That's why I freaking didn't like the I know what you did last summer type movies because mm. they were too slick looking. They didn't look Scream almost went there like Scream to me was almost too slick. I love the movie, love the franchise, but it, that's a 90s, 2000s kind of thing to do. I, I think yeah. the reason I like it when they do that is because I don't like when movies are too dark and you just see flailing and hear screaming. You can't actually yeah, see what's happening. But I, I like but you think it's like, overdone. Though. I just like gritty. I don't like stuff to look like a fucking like we, soap opera. Like we can keep going like back to it because it's, it's the perfect movie to use for an example. But like Halloween, how even their nighttime yeah. movies didn't look. Yeah, but I mean, they were more. It was more gritty. I don't know. Yeah, there's just something about '90s to 2005, like '95, '96 to 2005. That ten-year period is going down as one of the worst periods in horror movies. But it's also got some good movies. It's got some gems. But I think horror fans usually agree '90s to early 2000s yeah. is a bad era. I love it was, like it was rough. That's I, sure. I, I love that you can tell when a movie is from the late '90s, early 2000s, like even horror movies, because yeah. the soundtrack. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like Freddy vs. Jason. Yes. Yes. I still or love like, that movie. Or like the music yeah. in this movie, not really great. Yeah. Selfish from that time period. Oh God! What was the late '80s to mid '90s is bad too. It was like just retreads of all the old was, famous was horror this, movies. What movie know. was it that we did recently that? There was this really awful song right in the middle of it. 
Malignant? No. Mm-hmm. This movie was it? No. no. We haven't done this yet. <laughs> We're doing this now. <laughs> <laughs> it was like during a f- flat. It was this movie, I think, wasn't it? How? What? Where the where the girl was seeing the flashbacks of the crew turning on themselves? Oh yeah, yeah. Wasn't there like some really awful just yes. like. Well, that song and, playing and when over they were, Power Man five thousand. Yes, know. and when, when they were floating out to sea, and the and the guy that was piloting it, Santos it was that was I stand song, wasn't it? But I recognize it from wrestling. I am I thinking of another movie I that I watched recently? Oh my not gosh! Falling, not crawling down. It's driving me crazy. I, I think that was the song. It is the song because yeah. I remember thinking like, I remember that from wrestling. They used that song like over and over, and then he was just sitting there. He was listening to the same part of the song, just dancing like an idiot. Well, that's that's the bad thing. It's another bad thing about these style Early of movies. They movie, they yeah. they use that kind of. It's a little too silly. And goofy the rock, song, I think, was pretty goofy from the two thousands. Yes. Like even even friggin' his other movie, Thirteen Ghosts, which I love yeah. that movie. That's mm-hmm. a way you know. I think it's a way better movie than this. We'd yeah. all agree, right? I love Thirteen Ghosts. Thirteen Ghosts is a really good movie, but it's got. It's too flashy in scenes, too too bright. Has oh, a shitty soundtrack. Yeah, it does. So yeah, I would agree that. I don't know. I see it's, what you're it's saying. Just it's over hard. overproduced or I something. Agree or something with what about you're it. Very you Hollywood. Can, you can tell an early 2000s, late 90s, 90s movie by the soundtrack and like oh, that. Yeah. that but it also scene. makes it endearing too, because then you know what happened in that decade when you're alive, because you could. Find you the movie, tell. you can know the music. Just like you can, you can tell when a movie was from the 70s, 80s, too. Yeah. Like when, yeah. Um, it just had its style, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's what I think. Well, that's, uh, that's about all we got for the Mary Celeste and Ghost Ship. So. I saw my mommy because <laughs> uh, pirate shit. Better watch out, your mom gonna call you again. <laughs> did, did nobody do that? Was this just a seventies kid thing? You hold your tongue like and say. That. I don't think we said that, but uh, we said we did. I, I saw my mommy's purse on a pirate ship. Mine was I was born on a pirate ship. That's not fun. I would have gone on a pirate ship. See, the mommy's purse okay. sounds like puss, man. That's I what it know. is. You we get weren't it? as you foul as you guys. <laughs> we weren't as <laughs> we were. We were dirty in the seventies. We were born on a pile of shit. <laughs> and there was other ones. I'm sure. Note. I just can't remember. Much like the tragic ending of the Mary Celeste, I believe that this You're journey is coming to an end. Sunk? <laughs> yep, <laughs> we sunk this episode. Well, it's at least come to an end. We may take on a little water, but we're still floating. Can we can we do an episode on just that's a good it's a good summation. Did you write that down or you just think it? it just came to me. Sweet. <laughs> Improv, baby. All right. Well, good well, story, Ian. Thank you, thank you. Thank like you. Uh, hey, Wells. On on another one of these like journeys we always go on, let's fly out to California one time. <laughs> we're traveling the world, aren't we? And let's go let's go on that uh uh Mary, Queen Mary. It's supposed to be a haunted ship. Uh, Queen Marie. Get it right. It's not the same. <laughs> this is a different ship. <laughs> different Queen Mary. Ship. Know your ships, Trent. Oh, man. I don't know. You, could actually, you could actually you know uh, rent out a room for the night. It's a hotel, floating hotel. That would actually be And cool. it's haunted. It's a hotel in California. It's a hotel California. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. What about the proud Mary? Can we check out any time we like? What? We Can we check out any time we like? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll have to check the What's website. The hotel, Be cool if it's the same hotel they filmed uh, American Horror Story Hotel at. The boat? The boat. He's talking about a boat. Uh, was that a boat? 
What's that about? It's that boot. Das boot. Ian had, a, Ian had a great ending, and we just totally... This, this ship has sunk. That's, That's what we do. That ship has sailed. Yeah. Oh. yeah. But a good if, ending. If you're still here with us, I appreciate you sticking around for this journey. And uh, Wait, what do we got to pedal yet? Merch? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's buying merch. Let's get on it. Do it. Check out I'm our merch store. you take this one away, Mr. So what you could do is on our merch store... You could buy the Horror You Know shot glasses. We have Horror You Know shot glasses. Mm-hmm. And you could drink along with us. Oh, interactive. You could take shots with us. You can make yourself a delicious <laughs> butterfingery shot. Yes. Do a game. Every time Wells butchers a name, take a shot. Every time. <laughs> Every time he insists my old, take a shot. <laughs> Every time I sigh, take a shot. Every time Ian hates a movie, take a shot. <laughs> uh, you won't be drinking that much. <laughs> you won't be drinking that much at all. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Ian. I'm Trent. I'm Darren. I'm also Ian. And I'm also Darren. (laughs) Stay spooky, my friends. We'll see you next time. Why did he stare you down? Why did he (laughs) stare you down? And it was really like Southern Gothic. Spooky. Stay spooky. It's our own. For all our Kentucky listeners. Oh, you know.